0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles.
1: Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. I did it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV.
0: Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias.
1: Eugene, welcome to the cave. Thank you uh, for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs>
0: How does it feel? Number one show on Netflix right now.
1: It feels um, surreal. Uh, it's it's an amazing feeling. I'm so completely grateful, and um, yeah, yeah, I'm on cloud nine. There you go. Did you have any ideas I was going to get this big right away? Yeah, you know that's a really good question. You know, when we were filming this, we we all felt like that we were a part of something really special. Um, I think even just from the get go, uh, from the moment we did our table read, I'm get I'm get actually getting the chills just uh, thinking about it. Um, it's uh, yeah, we just we just knew that that this was a family. Like we all had had a connection, um, and uh, yeah, and then and then while we were filming, we could just we th- there was an energy for sure. So, um, but you know, being in the business for as long as I have. Uh, you you want to allow those feelings to to you know to appreciate those feelings, but you're also wanting to protect yourself. You know, mm. you just all right. We'll see. We'll see. You know,
0: that's right. Like I said, uh, yeah, we'll talk a lot a bit more about the show in a little bit. Also, uh, you you mentioned you've been in the business for a long time. Uh, you know, it's a journey for you guys. You know, you've done acting, you've done voiceover work. I saw like uh, what pushed you into this? What made you jump into the oh. entertainment and industry?
1: Gosh, well, should should we? Go back to birth. Like, uh, how <laughs> go? I mean, I guess I've always been somewhat of a performer. I, you know, when I was four, um, I'm actually going back to birth. Wow. Uh, I, I used to stand <laughs> on the piano, uh, bench and, and recite, you know, uh, nursery rhymes and, you know, my mom and my dad, and my sister would just clap and I'd be like, you know, I'd bow. Um, but then, you know, I did some plays in high school and then in college, I did not think I was going to be an actor. I, mm. I, uh, I worked with kids with disabilities when I was in, um, in high school and, uh, was, you know, was really interested in psychology and therapy and, you know, I, I just loved the idea of, of, mediating. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, my cousin was in LA. I went to, I went to, to school in LA. Um, she was doing commercials and I was like, wow, you can make how much doing a commercial? Um, and I was like, I want to do that. And I, what do I do? And so she said, well, you should go to an improv class. And I, I looked up improv schools in LA and I auditioned for, uh, a school called the groundlings and I, um, I got in and I, yeah, I just trained there, met some really funny people, got into sketch comedy. And then in the audience of, of, of the sketch comedy show that I was in, um, there, uh, there were three of like the best commercial agents um, in 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 the industry, uh, and they also the voiceover department was there too. And so I I went in for their meeting. They said, "Hey, let's 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 try you out." There's a there's a game called Twenty Four the Game, and and um, yeah, let's let's audition you um, right now. And so I, I auditioned and I I booked all the North Korean characters. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah. And then I, I signed with them with, com- uh, commercially and voiceovers and, and I, I did a, a ton of, of national commercials. I, I did like five national commercials my first year. And then I booked a, a, a bunch of video games and, and, um, yeah. And then that, that just snowballed into, I got into an indie film, which it was my first leading indie film, uh, called Sake Bomb. Uh, which then premiered at South by Southwest which is like one of the biggest uh, film festivals in the world and that kind of brought me to a different level um and it, you know it, it was really difficult being an Asian in this industry um, being in the industry for 20 years I, I've seen it kind of it's changed quite a bit um and it was quite a struggle to to get anybody to, to pay attention to a pudgy male um, Asian American actor, um, you know there, uh, I it was it was a struggle, um, but you know comedy was kind of my way in, um, and I yeah, and voiceover wise I could do the accent, and you know I was it was that was fun, um, but yeah it was it was it was a struggle and it took one acting coach who really encouraged me um catelyn adams she i will never forget her she's like a mother to me um who just said you got something i see it you're you have to keep going and um and i did and gosh like emotional thinking about it but it was it was hard and without my mom and my dad and uh, my sister, I, yeah, wouldn't be where I am right now. That's they were still see. encouraging. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. actually that's my question was like, uh, like family support, and everything, you know, like when you tell family you're gonna go into the entertainment industry, you know, some families or parents are like, are you sure about this? You know, this is a big, it's a chance.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a gamble. It's, it's very atypical, especially for Asian parents, you know, um, but you know, my dad. You know, he he's uh, he 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 came from a really um, he, Well, I guess, I guess I can say this. He he's from North Korea, and um, he encouraged me to continue because he said, you know, life is short. Right. You have to do what you're passionate about, and um, all this is you know for him. You know, he he passed away five years ago, so. Just kind of emotional about it, but I'm sorry to hear about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but you know, it's it's uh the beauty. it's was so it's so beautiful to feel the grief that I do, you know, for him because he was such a wonderful man. Yeah. Wow, sorry, off the gate, <laughs> really just
0: intense and emotional. <laughs> yeah. One more dad question that how was it when he first saw you like on TV or anything? What was his oh, reaction? Oh man,
1: the- he was so excited, he was so excited, and you know, once I broke into TV, um that was really really exciting for me um he showed so much excitement i think mainly because he saw how happy i was Mm -hmm. um and i just know that he was always proud of me regardless of whether i booked or not Mm -hmm. um and that's just the type of man he was you know so Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you mentioned earlier, like commercials
0: and everything too. Like I've had guests on and they love doing the commercials. They, sometimes they call that the bread and butter while they're waiting for the next project,
1: they're just jumping on commercials. You know, absolutely. Oh my God. Like you, 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 you book one day and then it's just, you get the residuals and you're like, Whoa, like it's just, it really is. uh, It's, it's like striking gold when you book one of those. Um, It's been a while since I booked one. Um, and I don't know, I, it's, and it's fun, you know, it's just, it's, and it's so quick. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully there's a couple more in the future. I don't know
0: <laughs> if I so have as, time.
1: Right, as an actor
0: now, like, you know, you've done, you said commercials, improv, voiceover, like how, what do you do to like make
1: your craft better and better every day? Um, good question. You know, it's, y- y- you always have to be training. Um, it's, it's, it is a muscle and uh you know every now and then I'll, I'll i'll take a class at ucb just to keep sharp or you know you just hang out with with a crazy crew like our cast and and you're automatically just doing a show for yourselves because you're 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 yes handing each other and you're saying stupid things and that's what it was like on set like it was just it was i can't even tell you the magic that you could feel on set i'm it it was when, when when we were together, it was like electric. There was there's a point uh, we're all together in the beginning, and then there's a point where we all kind of divide our characters. And then in like the fifth or sixth episode, I think it was the fifth episode when we get back together uh, at the Russian compound. Um, I just remember being in the shuttle with everybody for the first time in like a month or two, and Nick just said just just called it out, it, and he said it like quite eloquently. He said, "It this feels like home, like mm-hmm. this, this this feels like home. You know this, and and I've been on many sets, and I and I've I've never felt that much connection with a hundred percent of your cast. Right. Um, and 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 see Thomas Howell. Tommy said the same thing. He's been in the industry um, longer than I have, and and he he said this is something special." Mm-hmm. Um, we love each other.
0: It's funny you say that because I've had Cobra Kai guests on, and they t- they say the same thing about when they work with the big three on that show. Oh, it's it's these like guys. a big family. I think it's oh. that it's that chemistry. Those guys that bring in, I think it's
1: these it's these guys, and and it wasn't just it wasn't just the cast. It was also the crew that they brought on. Um, the crew was amazing. And it, it, every single one of them. Um, and I just remember talking to our makeup and our hair and our wardrobe because they're with us the whole time, like making sure we look OK. That wardrobe, is, you know, they're they're kind of tweaking us. I mean, I had even though I had one outfit, I had like eight different versions because Paul goes through so much. Yeah. And it's, it's, in, and it's in the details. You, you, you see little things on my outfit. And continuity is so important. Um, and these guys worked so hard, harder than I, I, I've seen most um, wardrobe hair and, and makeup uh, that I've ever seen on set. Um, but with that, especially with, with what I go through, what Paul goes through, there needed to be a lot of trust and there needed to be um, uh, a lot of, I, I, I needed to feel safe as an artist to be able to to truly go through what paul went through you know and um yeah we just kind of had a shorthand they understood what i needed and they gave it to me and yeah the, the, it was the whole experience was like it was um surreal it was just it was magical
0: speaking of paul do you have like a crazy story about your audition because i heard Kibby, well terrence first told me about Kibby how Oh, she, yeah. didn't book, she didn't book, she did her right away. Oh, and my she's man. got a, a toilet accident in her house and everything flooding. That's when she gets the call.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's about. your
0: story? What's your story with your audition?
1: Oh man, I uh yeah. So I got the audition for obliterated and um I read I read the tagline and I was like, this is this is this is very different. Um and I read the script and I thought. That it was so special, and um, Paul. When I read his breakdown, I was like, "Okay, okay, this is this is a big stretch. I'm not this guy by by any means." Um, <laughs> I know Terrence would probably tell you differently. I'm kidding. No, I, I'm. <laughs> there are parts of a. There's very much a lot of Paul in me. Um, I'd like to think that um, I'm a little cooler but i don't know i think paul kind of thinks he's cool too so maybe that's just extremely (laughs) it's the same but um when i got the audition i i was excited and then i looked at the sides and i got scared um because i think it was like 14 or 15 pages worth of sides lots of monologues um there were four scenes um and when you have that many scenes there it's intentional they want to see what you can do. Each scene shows something different, yeah. and with this, the, the each scene showed different levels of what Paul goes through. I don't know if is the spoilers are spoilers allowed. We could yeah,
0: we could spoil it. We've been spoiling it for the last yeah. two interviews so, too. So.
1: so you see, so you see Paul in different levels of his of his drugged upness. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, as an actor, you're like you know, like I don't know if you've seen Tropic Thunder, but you don't want to go full effed yeah. up. All yeah. like, and so I was like okay let's be subtle about it and so I did I did the audition I worked really hard because you know you have to memorize 14 pages and you gotta you know it's and um and then two days later I get I get uh a re because uh, everything's on self-tape a retape request and then okay. immediately an actor self deprecating actor like I messed up but in reality when they ask you to do that it means they're interested you know because mm-hmm. they wouldn't they wouldn't waste time on, on, on asking you to retape. And the note was he needs to be way more effed up in episode three. I'm sorry. Uh, in scenes three and four. And, um, and so I said, okay, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you, I'll show you effed up, but that's what you really want. And I, um I've got this great reader like he's a, a good friend of mine we 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 were like okay what can we do here and I I actually I start the audition with my eyes right up against the camera and I just remember just kind of like going like that and then actually looking up and I created this world like I I, I you know Catlin's taught me so much as an acting coach she's taught me so much about how to create this world and imagination and she was a huge part a lot of my stuff is green screen on the show Mm. um and so and a lot of things aren't even there when when i'm acting like the helicopter stuff with the with the gremlin he's he wasn't there like that wasn't he he didn't he the 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 the, he didn't exist until like the fourth episode so the helicopter stuff was just he was a tape like a, a piece of tape that I had to react to and they would go gremlin and then I'd go, you know, and so I'd have, to, I'd have to react. Right. To it. And so it all had to be very specific. And, um, and so Catelyn taught me how to do that. Um, and so with this audition, I, I, I had imagined um, dragons and then thinking about, you know, I don't have a daughter in real life, but I had a substitution for that. And like, Oh, if I don't do, if I don't save her, then this is, then, I I just the urgency and you I didn't play drugged up I played what it would really be like if there was a dragon there and my and my sister was taken and I need I need to save her, you know um, and uh, it was so much fun and then I I and then the fourth one they had this crazy monologue which they took out of the of the of the show and I actually. Like I, I actually texted Hayden and I said, I love this monologue. This needs to go back in. And he he, he it didn't completely go back in, but he he brought it back, he brought it back in. It's mm. uh, the monologue of uh it's the rant that I give Kimmy, Maya, that kind of amps her up to do what she's about to do on yeah. um, the boathouse. It's the, you know, I don't even know if I'm I'm talking right now. Like You could be a cactus, you know, that it was monologue and which ended up being a great moment um, for both of us. And which, you know, um, got Maya to do what she was going to do. And then after this audition, I didn't hear anything for three weeks. And I was like, oh, okay, so I messed up. I effed up by being too effed up Um, and didn't hear back. And then the week a week later I see the trades, Shelly Hennig books Ava you know, on deadline. And I was so, I was like, what? I've known Shelly since she was 16. I've known her like before she was even an actress, like randomly, it's just right. so, it's random. I, uh, a dear friend of mine um, was Miss Teen USA. And I went and I saw her crown Shelly and I had an interaction with Shelly where like, I just, I remember her, she, she was, she had a Von Bonn Dutch hat on and uh, she was, she was super charming, hilarious as, as she is. Um, and, and yeah, and then we just kind of like became friends, like through my friend throughout the years. And then when I saw that she booked it, I was like, oh, that would have been nice. Um, and then on that third week, I, I thought there was, it was a time when I was like, man, I'm getting so close to all these roles and I'm not getting it. I wonder if this, I, I wonder if I should quit. Like I, I actually thought like, man, this this is really like, I, I I don't know. I don't know if this is for me. And then that day, I said that out loud. And that day, I get a call from um my manager and they're like, producers want to see you tomorrow. And I was like, what? For what? And they're like, obliterated. I'm like, what's that? And they're like, it's the the chopper pilot. And I'm like, oh, Oh, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I have to relearn 14 15 pages in less than 24 hours. And, um, yeah, and then I auditioned for them. They, we like immediately just love the guys. Like, I just, I, we had such, there was so much chemistry between us. Um, they were giving me notes, they were talking, they were like, do that eye thing again when your eyes like right up against the camera. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and then I uh, and then I call my managers and I say I think that audition went well, and they said yeah, you're you're it looks like you're testing. See between you and two other guys, and I said okay, great. I wait, I wait, I wait. It's eight o'clock at night. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, we still haven't heard. And then the next morning, I get a call from my manager, and 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 he says, Eugene, I'm I'm sorry, you're not testing. And I was like. Okay, like I'm I'm like 20 years into this. I'm used to that, you know? Mm. And he said, they're not testing you. Netflix is straight offering you the role. Wow. And I was like, wait, what? 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 And I I, I was like shaking. I was crying. I was like, wait, wait what? And uh yeah, and then I, I moved myself to, to New Mexico um over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> for the table reading.
0: That's what Kimmy told me. Kimmy's like, I didn't even have a suitcase. I had to go buy a suitcase.
1: She only oh. had like 24 hours to be on oh. set or something like that. Oh, no, I was there when when the whole thing went down. It was like yeah. crazy. It was crazy. And then when we finally met Kimmy, it was like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So like, I, you know, and Paul's great too. Like uh, you can tell he's serious about his job. He loves his family too. Always checking in on him. And then, of course, when he's stoned, it's even – story gets even better i don't want to give out too much
1: yeah 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 you know i love paul uh and i identify a lot with him you know paul um you know he's he's the air force chopper pilot that brings the crew around straight edge sober guy and um you know he he just wants to do the right thing you know he he struggles with balancing work with family which i think a lot of people can relate to i've been getting a lot of love on on social media, it actually really touches me when people like sends me, they send me messages under under my posts and they, they say they, they they love Paul or they identify with him or that, that he they made him cry and they made them cry or, or whatever. Um, but I think it's because I think people connect with him because they they understand it's it's really hard to juggle the the moments of like the 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 trials of life. You know, you have work, family. And in the beginning, you know, he has he, he, he can't seem to fit family in with his work. And then, you know, and then, the you know, the 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 alternate uh, the alternate happens later. Um, and. Uh, and yeah, no, I, I just I love I love Paul so much and I love the opportunity that that the guys um, gave me and the writers gave me to, to do what I did with Paul.
0: Did they, did they bring anybody on set to like train you to like how to be a pilot pretty much like any tips? Yeah. Or any-
1: yeah. Steve Stafford. Um, uh, he, he's the one who got, he got the, the helicopter, uh, is owned by Vince Gilligan, who, who's the, the showrunner for Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, and the first thing Steve showed me was the fact that it was, um, signed by Buzz Aldridge, Buzz Aldridge. Um, and I looked at that and I looked at this massive helicopter, and it was weird because it, when I met, when I saw the helicopter, it, it was almost like meeting a cast member. It, mm. I can't explain it. It well, was he's like part of you. He's part of you, the helicopter it part of me. It, that's yeah. absolutely right. And it, and I, and I walk up to it. I'm like, I almost like felt like saying hi. I was like, hi, Hey, I was like, so you're the vulture, you know? And, um, yeah, like, was my scene partner. Um, and, uh, and, and when I saw the Buzz, Buzz Aldrich signature, I, I just remember <laughs> I should not have asked this, but I was like, "So, how much is this thing?" And he's like, it's "About seven or eight million dollars." And I was like, "Oh, okay. So this is this is what I'm going to be in like for most of the for most of the the, the season." And he said, "Yep." Yeah. And you know, um, yeah. So I, I just I remember telling him like, "I'll take good care of her," you know. Yeah. What
0: What's your favorite Paul moment? You think in the in the series?
1: Oh my scene. gosh, there are so many great Paul moments. I mean, the freak out in the helicopter. I mean, multiple freakouts. I mean, me screaming at the at the at the team like was so much fun. Um How about hugging the cactus there. <laughs> the hugging the cactus was hilarious. you know, for me, I think my scene with Kimmy, where I, I I kind of, you know, tell her that she could be a cactus is a really great moment. Um My gosh. I mean, the sniper rifle, like shooting, shooting across that lake was really fun. I mean, oh, you know, the best moment was, is it was the, it was my moment with Caesar Augustus uh, when he turns to me and Mm. talks to me in Latin. Um, That was, that was really, it's an iconic part of of Mm. Vegas right there. And I've passed that statue so many times in my life and I would have never, thought that I would ever do a scene where they would block off that atrium and block off ballet for me to do a TV show for Netflix, the biggest platform in the world. Really just, it's just unreal.
0: If, If we get a season two, is there anything you would change about Paul
1: or add to the, to his character? Um, no, I mean, I, I love, I love his idiosyncrasies. Um, I love every bit of him. Uh I don't know, maybe he could I don't know. I would say he could be a, he could let loose a little bit, but I kind of like I kind of like how he's um he's he's a little he's he's a straight edge kind of like he's got a He's serious. Serious. He's very he's very serious and he's but it's funny too the way he's serious. So um yeah, like yeah, there is a bit of me in him. I mean, I think even when we we're doing tactical training with, with the guy, with, uh, with the, with, with the guys and Shelly, like, it was just, it was, uh, they would laugh at me because they would turn to me and they'd, be, they'd laugh because they would, I would ask all these questions. I'd be like, so I would, because I wanted to get it right. So I asked every single question and the moment I would raise my hand, like T and, and, and Nick would just bust out laughing. Cause it was so, it was a very Paul thing to do.
0: Yeah. Now from the cast and working with the cast, like, is there somebody that, if we see a season two that you get more scenes with that, you didn't get a chance to work with in the first season. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: You know, they, they did a really good job with kind of with, with uh, pairing us up, you know, in different in different episodes. Um, I mean, Tommy, that scene with Tommy in the beginning was like, was my first experience with Tommy where he grabs my face and I didn't even know he was going to kiss me. he, he had actually, he was going to ask, he was asking me, Hey, Eugene, I think I'm going to try something. And I remember saying, don't tell me what you're going to do. Just do it. And you have my consent, just do whatever you want to do. And let me just react naturally. And and we did that in one take. And I remember John with his, his eyes bugging out being like, oh, that was amazing. Like he was like, that was insane. Like, mm. yeah, we're moving on. That was it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would have liked to work with 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 Paola a little bit more. We have a moment in episode eight together, which I love because it, I mean, I don't know. It's just such a badass scene um, in the helicopter. Um, yeah, probably I, I'd want to work more with Paola. I think we, we didn't really work that much together. Uh, me with Terrence and Nick, we had our own episode together, which was so much fun. Arguably, maybe my favorite episode, um, on set wise, um, that was just so much fun to work with those guys. We have so much chemistry.
0: So, so this season was Las Vegas. If we see season two, where are you hoping for? it Will be you think it'll be Las Vegas again, or you think it'll be somewhere else? Um,
1: well, from what I hear, it's, it they want it to be kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like White Lotus, where it's in a different location in every season, so yeah. it's a different mission. Or, right. Even a mission we're just together and then it just happens you know i think i think um you know i think that's still kind of all up in the air um there are rumblings about miami but i i'm not sure i you know obviously ibiza would be um would be kind of like a cool like party destination but maybe two on the nose um maybe going the complete opposite of of like a party city yeah um like paris or like someplace refined i don't know I, I i i that's a really good question i think yeah yeah probably something like paris but that might be shooting really high
0: awesome. <laughs> so eugene uh, now what what's next for you now, now are you just soaking this in or are you still auditioning or you have another project coming up that you're allowed to tell us about uh
1: yeah i'm gonna be uh the lead of of uh my own show, uh, limited series next year. I haven't auditioned for it yet, but it's coming. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just putting that out there, um, but no, yeah. As of now, I think, you know, the strike has kind of been um, uh, kind of put a, put a pause on things, but you know, things are getting really pretty crazy right now. So um, yeah, I've been pretty busy this week. Um, awesome. I've been a, they're playing catch up. So I thought I, I, yeah. I something soon
0: there you go eugene now how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media and keep up with you
1: yeah so um i am at uh, eugene sam kim on both instagram and now on twitter i'm just starting that up again so yeah, yeah. yeah look for me that's right eugene this is great uh good luck let's get a season two let's get
0: you back on the show or any other projects it's great let's do it